0: You know one thing that we share in common with the uh, spiders and arachnophobia:
1: no sex organs. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, there's difference between dormancy and,
2: uh,
1: <laughs> and invisibility.
2: I was birthed in similar fashion to that pulsating egg sac.
1: Oh
0: my god! Mm. Boy. Oh god! All right, that's awful. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of a free podcast. I'm your co host, Rob, and joined as always, my good
1: friends, Joe and Duff. We're going to be spinning some webs tonight.
2: I'm excited to jump into the spider verse.
1: Mm, okay.
0: Silky smooth, both of you on that. <laughs> it's going to be sticky. Uh, I think.
1: I don't know. I don't know if that makes <laughs> sense.
0: Uh, we're talking about arachnophobia. Are continuing our season on fears and phobias this is our listeners choice episode we uh got literally over 30 suggestions from our listeners on movies we could do uh we narrowed it down to three had a vote it was between arachnophobia buried and dead ringers and uh what did you guys vote for i voted for all three
2: Uh, what
0: you could vote for
1: more than one but what's then that's the same as voting for zero
2: I don't remember what I voted for, but I did use my veto power when Human Centipede was suggested. Absolutely I don't not. I don't even know what that would be a fear of, but I'm a fear I'm, of watching that movie. Yeah. A fear of being Fear sur- of losing my lunch. A fear of fear, eating. Fear of being surgically attached to another person's anus. Abduction, I guess.
1: Yeah, we're not we're not doing that movie though, guys. Yeah. So I I was hoping for Dead Ringers just because I thought it had the highest potential for rob to say something that he shouldn't say. Yeah, if you if you don't know what dead ringers is about, just just look that plot up. But arachnophobia was a worthy second. It was a close second for me and I I didn't really think watching buried would be fun to talk about, but it would have been all right. We would have found a way. I don't
2: it. think anyone else has seen it. <laughs> so there's yeah, that.
1: Yeah, you know, I thought that two out of these Three movies, particularly like this one, in a way because it was so much bigger, are like films that time forgot. Yeah, I I remember when Arachnophobia came out. It was like it seemed like a big deal. I certainly it caught my attention as a lad, but no one like no one ever talks about this movie anymore.
2: Yeah, it it was briefly one of those movies that you could see on cable all the time, and then it just kind of disappeared. I don't really know why.
0: It's a movie that like I feel like a lot of like dads of our friends had that like this seems like a movie that you would look at like uh, you'd be at a friend's it? house and you'd be like looking at their like your their their vhs's and you'd be like oh arachnophobia
2: it, that's in the dad section yeah
1: <laughs> did this do really well on home video
2: i don't know i just I don't know about like video I sales saw this
0: i just feel like i saw this a lot of places i
1: found it to have an evocative cover on its vhs yes. tape and it yeah. really stuck out to me in uh, blockbuster when i was a kid
0: I am going to admit to you guys, I had never seen this movie until a couple days ago for this really? podcast. Oh, yeah, because it when it came uh, out. I, I, I don't like spiders.
2: <laughs> I I was familiar with the the final act in the cellar. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, I don't know if I'd ever seen all of it.
0: Well, let's let's quickly go over what happens in this movie. Uh, we start in the Amazon, or a photographer gets killed by a spider. His body is sent back to his hometown. That guy sucked, by the way. Yeah, he was he was (laughs) awful. Uh, And a spider hitches a ride with his corpse. Doesn't it seem Uh, like
1: that guy should have been played by James Belushi?
0: I was going to say he seems like a, like, yeah. He he was like a
1: homeless man's man's James Belushi. Or or what's the bad Belushi? Is that the bad Belushi? (laughs) Yeah, he's the The one one that's alive. The one that should be dead instead of the one that (laughs) that (laughs) was.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yep. Sorry. Um, that guy's name was Randy Belushi. That's yeah. the other
1: brother. Um, Rand, Randy
0: Quaid. <laughs> at, at the same time, we have uh, the Jennings family. Uh, is moving from the big city of San Francisco to the small town, and the spider from the Amazon mates with a common house spider. Yeah, and creates an entire brood of destruction. I'm going to say one thing about that scene. I love how like the scene before that is like your classic like, you know, uh, married couple decides to like you know have sex at night, and then it cuts to like these spiders and they're
1: like backlit, and the same things happening. That made yeah. me laugh quite a bit. Um, Sp-
2: spiders are getting it on. Yes.
1: There's also a lot a real like '90s vibe with this one. That one of their top concerns for this like wealthy. Up well, maybe not wealth. Upper middle class family was crime, as if like wherever they lived before actually had crime in it. Yeah, but that that's was just true. an accept that was just an acceptable like narrative up through up through the end of the twentieth century. That like, well, we moved into the country to get away from crime.
0: Yep. Um, as a family is trying to fit into this small town, uh, these spiders begin biting and killing citizens. No one believes uh, our good doctor Ross, uh, by played wonderfully i would add by jeff daniels but they eventually do and the good citizens team up to take down the spiders and we have the finale in the cellar with uh with uh, uh, jeff daniels fighting off this this like queen or king spider i guess well, both
2: of them yeah well, that that's one true. was the king i think
1: yeah well it's in two stages he
2: he he fries one spider against the the that's right. circuit board or whatever and then he shoots a nail through the other one which rules that ending yeah
1: yeah, it's it's good he basically has to take down both the macho man and queen elizabeth (laughs) uh
0: i'm just gonna come out right now and say guys i uh i really like this movie a lot more than i anticipated it's fun it is very fun
2: yeah it's it's uh it's it's kind of harkens back it's a drive-in movie like yeah, they tried, don't
1: make them like this anymore. Yeah,
2: where you know it's you can tell there's like all right, just come in under budget and make a monster movie, but you know they put they enjoyed what they were doing and they wanted to make it be the best monster movie it could be, and yeah, it's really fun. It's, they, uh, they put
1: in good actors that probably were also not highly paid at the time.
2: Yeah, um, yeah,
0: we got we got uh, John Goodman in this movie as well.
2: Uh, we have some remarkably good spider effects. <laughs> And spider wrangling.
0: Yes. Well, so that's that's. I think that's part of our discussion is the practical effects. Let's talk about that for a minute. This movie, when it came out, was actually um, promoted as a quote thrill omedy.
1: Yes. So I didn't find <laughs> it to be very funny, personally.
2: There were I I could tell that there were things that were meant to be funny. Um, most notably, the John Goodman character. Yeah. But, yeah. Who is uh,
0: funny? Who is funny?
2: i think i'm i have thoughts about goodman. bad wood i have thoughts about goodman in this but let's let's keep going um
1: okay. there's gonna be a fight if he's gonna <laughs> criticize john goodman in anything
2: well let's finish let's finish the first tangent
1: um so
2: thrill
0: Thrillomity, yeah, thrill which is a it's a good thing this phrase didn't stick but this movie i, I kind of think this is uh, calls back again we talked about scrooge uh, a few months ago and um you know we've all three of us were on mogwai minute talking about gremlins 2 there's like this era i feel like in like the late 80s early 90s where like there was these movies that like were beyond genre to some extent like really really trying to mix things together i think of those movies and also this one
1: evil where, dead 2 that was a little earlier but yeah. which we of darkness i guess maybe would be a contemporary
2: yeah yeah
0: that's a good one yeah
2: i will say reanimator kind of mixes in comedy with gross out horror
0: sure sure if this movie this what's interesting was is this movie does not do gross out horror
1: in any way
2: Uh, just a little bit when you
1: see his body all drained that's pretty I, gross. Yeah, I, 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 I would.
2: I would argue that the egg sac is some Cronenberg.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: And uh, also, when the spider crawls out of that guy's mouth, or no, his nose, his nose. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> 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 also,
0: there is that weird. There is that weird moment um, when, like the the daughter is
1: showering. Yeah. And- <laughs> it's it got there's some under breast.
0: Get some underbreasts, oh, okay. and the that, dad walks in, and she's like naked, and there's this whole like scene. And you're like,
1: "Oh man, this is." The, there's bizarre. also an oddly lengthy physical scene, yeah, yeah. where he's touching guys' scrotums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. The
2: the most e- <laughs> the most efficient ball check in history.
0: Yes, could you imagine? Okay, so there's a scene in the movie pretty early where Dr. Jennings is trying to get work, and this coach is like, "Why don't you come to the school? I'll have you do some work for me." And he just like shows up in the locker room and he tells all the kids to like just drop their pants and they all stand in a line as he goes by and does physicals on all of them. I've
1: got some opinions. May I share them? Yeah, yes, let's hear it. Okay, actually, just I'm just I have more than one, but I, I, for the sake of time, I'm just going to talk about one. He doesn't. I, I'm not entirely sure if he's wearing gloves. A, but B, <laughs> if he is wearing gloves, he doesn't change them when he goes from sack to sack. That's true. This is true. That seems like a great way to spread uh,
0: HPV. Also, could you imagine that happening to you in in your life, like in high school? And you're like, all right, well, all y- you and all your teammates and classmates just drop your pants and stand in a line.
1: Follow up. Can you imagine getting <laughs> a free health care like that?
2: <laughs> he is the most efficient and uh, profitable doctor because he has just now he can bill 20 different family's insurance and he has done a minute and a half of work he's probably made a couple thousand dollars for that one minute of ball cupping
0: well to be fair like you know when schools do the uh, meningitis check like all the individual families don't get billed for that right like when they whatever when they make sure your your spine is straight that's a thing isn't it
1: that's i don't think that's not for meningitis though
2: oh (laughs) 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 I like I've never been checked for meningitis through school. This (laughs) might not not be meningitis. He's talking (laughs) about scoliosis. (laughs) Oh,
0: what's the difference? There's a
2: huge difference. (laughs) One is your spine is crooked, and the other is an infection of some type, isn't it?
1: In your spine, isn't it? It's. I think meningitis is the spinal fluid. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Either way. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what do they do if if you have a crooked spine? It depends on how bad it is. If it's not too bad, you just turn you into a snake. <laughs> God.
2: What type of advice are you giving your son when he asks you, like, those typical kid medical questions? Like, you know, when he's like, Daddy, what happens if this happens to your spine? And you're just like, He becomes a snake.
1: <laughs> Ask your mom. Dad. I, I sprained my ankle. Oh, looks like you're a goat now. Just turns <laughs> different. You can climb cliffs. Yeah. Like a weird, just a weird backwoods dad, <laughs> <laughs> just with like like legends that were carved into the trunk of a tree, and that's how you treat diseases.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't want to get meningitis, dad. Just have, make sure your
1: spine is straight. Hello? Yeah, good. Po- if you have good posture, you can't get meningitis.
2: Uh, we got to drill a hole in your head so you don't get the flu.
1: <laughs> backwoods dad. <laughs> well, oh, you, boy. You were a backwoods kid, I guess. Kinda. I, I yeah. A rural boy.
0: Yeah. So he, he's he's. There's also
2: that doctor or sorry, the coach just like, hey, I got a job for you. And then he shows. up, he's like, all right, cup all these guys nuts, just <laughs> make them cough. Coughing
1: time, boys.
2: <laughs> time. Like I feel okay, like.
1: Can I confess something? I, we always pick on Rob. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why why do you have to cough? What is that checking? And I've let, See, I'm not making this up.
2: I've never known. Uh, tumors. <laughs> <laughs> they? Why would cough? <laughs> I thought it was testing hernias.
1: Web MD, yeah, th- I, I was kind of thought it was that, but I wasn't really sure. WebMD
2: has taught me that when tumors. whenever the answer is uncertain, it's t- it's tumors or cancer. We're just
0: seeing
1: if your ball sack is riddled with tumors.
2: If yeah. you can
0: just
1: cough, it's it's kind of a rule. If you cough, a tumor vibrates. <laughs> than your, your testicles. Like a tuning <laughs> fork. <laughs> yeah, you hear a ringing
2: noise. All right. Uh, and this is the this is the first. it cracks like the Liberty Bell.
0: We are the <laughs> dumbest people alive. It is this is embarrassing all around.
1: What's happened? Uh, so according far.
2: to this uh, Google search, it's for hernia, but okay. the top. Well, result-
1: what what happens if they what what? How do they know it's a hernia from the? Cough? They turn you into
2: a stink. <laughs> um, can I read that? The, yeah, I'll, please read it. Okay, <laughs> read it. it says. A hernia is caused by weakness in the abdominal wall, which allows the abdominal contents, mostly fat, but rarely intestines, to slip down into the scrotal sac. And then parentheses, commonly referred to as your balls. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've heard it called that before. Yeah. Yes, I believe I'm
2: familiar with this, uh, Here's a with this slang.
1: In the parlance of its time. <laughs> okay. So it just feels different when you cough because you of can the probably. Yeah. In there? You,
2: Oh, God, this is going to really make my search history weird. But <coughs>
1: I always go into incognito browsing when we record. That's, that's for cowards. <laughs>
2: uh, okay, the doctor is holding onto the scrotal sac to feel if there is anything slipping into it when you cough. Oh, he or, oh he or, God. And that says he or she only has you turn your head so that you don't cough in their face.
1: Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah.
2: Well, okay. I like to look my doctor in the eye when they touch me, so. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Like um, a pet cat. <laughs> <laughs> Could I just cover my mouth instead?
2: Whatever. I have a $30 copay. I'm doing what I want. <laughs> <laughs> <That's,
0: yeah. laughs> um. So, let's talk a little
1: bit about uh, spider fears. Yeah, let's take uh, Yeah. We, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Are you guys afraid of spiders? Yes.
2: Uh, I'm not afraid of them. I'm not a fan of them up close but I'm I wouldn't say I'm afraid.
1: Yeah, I would I would say that. Like if one was crawling on me right now I'd like flinch. But I yeah. guess I'd say that for like pretty much any living creature. Yeah. This my my biggest spider scare ever is um, I was sitting actually at this desk. This desk wasn't where it is right now. It was a different spot in the room. It was in, was in a spider pit. <laughs> yeah. It was <laughs> a in a wine pit. cellar uh and there's this weird pulsating sack. Uh <laughs> And it and was I pulsating, told it to cough. even though even though no one was coughing, it still was <laughs> pulsating.
2: It <laughs> had cancer.
1: Yeah. The tumors. Um, and I was just sitting at my computer. Uh, I don't know. if it was like grading stuff, or I don't know what I was doing. It doesn't matter. And I was just sitting, staring at my monitor, and all of a sudden, uh, I f- something landed on my nose, and a spider ha. had like con down, like on a little string. And it Mm -hmm. gone straight down from the ceiling and landed directly on the tip of my nose. And I just I did a full nail. I was just like, (laughs) 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 full
2: nail. Was anyone else in the house?
1: No, I was alone. And uh and like kinda like flinched and it like landed on my desk and straight away. But that that freaked me out so bad. So this
2: is your origin story. (laughs) This movie
0: has like Kind of strikes all these things that i don't like about spiders that like i don't want to say it's a phobia
1: because it doesn't like affect my day to day but like can you get rid of them like if you see one or do you have to have your i have to
0: i have to like get myself ready to do it but i can so um
2: if you saw one on the ceiling and it was across the room would you have to kill it or would you just let it chill out
0: so it's interesting you ask that because uh when i was younger I would lay. I would lay in my. So this this movie like pulls into all these things that scare me. Like the the idea of walking into a spider web uh, is
1: just the worst. Just the worst feeling walking into a spider web. You don't. It's know not it's not there. pleasant. I'll give I you. I do that. that all the time because they they put spiders make webs in my garage. My, the Ugh. garage entry door. <laughs> yeah. Sh- and so I would say probably in spider season. Obviously, in, right now in winter, they're not out there. But in yeah. the summer or in the spring and early fall, I would say I walk into a spider web once a month.
2: Yeah, we have a yeah. detached garage and it's Spider City from about yeah. May to the first snowfall or so.
0: So I don't like doing that, but also I have memories of of like killing a spider because like I, I mentioned last week, I, I lived, uh, I was an only child. And so the upstairs of our house, um, I had my bedroom up there and there was a, a bathroom on the second floor, not attached to the room, but like a bathroom. And uh, so, like, I had my own space up there. And I just remember times, like, I killed a spider going to your story, Duff. And then I would lay in bed and convince myself that the spider's family <laughs> had watched that happen. And now they're going to, like, come after me while I'm sleeping. And this idea <laughs> of a spider crawling into your bed while you're sleeping. Or, like, what is that dumb fact everyone tells oh, you? like, Oh, they, you swallow, swallow a bunch.
1: Like, yeah, that's not true, though, right?
0: <sighs> I don't know. Who, who's to say?
2: Uh, yeah, it's... How would they even know that?
0: Right, they don't. That's, that's what I yeah. mean. <laughs> uh, Everyone believes that to be true, though. You hear I mean, I don't care if I'm swallowing spiders as long as I don't wake up during it.
2: Well, the World <laughs> Health right. Organization says if we want to survive as a species, we got to eat bugs, so...
1: Yeah, true. I just wanted to, write,
0: I just wanted to say, who? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> So this movie I really enjoyed because there's all these moments where like I was
1: frightened watching it. Were like, there's you, these were all you
2: sweating during this? I, I um,
1: haven't I haven't flinched this many times watching a movie in a long, long time. Yes, there's many moments from like, ah, ah, like when you <laughs> like when you see that old doctor's feet. <laughs> yeah, they, and they really understand like the most vulnerable like ways you can get bit yep in a shoe, like, a shoe I think helmet all the time well, the shoe helmet. i think all the time yeah I, the
2: helmet the shoe the the bowl of popcorn
1: yeah can i may i also well just a hat obviously Okay, <laughs> could be all. a could be a bike well helmet. i put a, i wear a bike
2: helmet quite duff, often actually. duff puts
0: on his drinking helmet <laughs> so, <laughs> He's wearing the, it right now.
2: the The spider could be in my hard hat with two cup holders on it. <laughs>
0: yes, yeah. could be in there. Uh, yeah, in the in the shoe. All these things. It just it it definitely it definitely
1: preys on that. Um, and for a movie about deadly spiders that everyone is afraid of, the people, so many characters still behave deeply unafraid of them. And I'm thinking specifically of the police officer. Who like did, searches did. through the? He does a like a half-ass search through the kitchen, and then just starts housing cereal straight uh, out of the box. <laughs> just
2: I'm gonna have some Lucky Charms now.
1: An uh, opened box, by the way. It's not like he, it's not like it was closed, and he could think reasonably that a spider couldn't get in there. Just it had been sitting there open.
2: Yeah.
0: This movie kind of has, to some extent, like a in some ways a nuanced view of a rural area because like a lot of people are really nice in the rural area but then you have this crappy old rural doctor who's just an awful awful man and the dumb local sheriff that like i feel like it's dunking on quite a bit and in the current era we live in kind of i don't know holds up are you saying that blue lives don't matter <laughs> I'm saying do that I back the badge. I'm saying that guy in this movie, I do not back. And right away, we find out that, like, he's been, like, a loser since he was in, like, fourth grade or whatever, right? Like, I don't know. I, this movie kind of dunks on, on certain small town things, but not, like, entirely. I don't think this whole movie is, like, isn't a small town stupid?
2: One thing it no, does, yeah. and this comes up a lot in movie and TV show depictions of small towns, is they make these small towns look really postcard picturesque and quaint like everybody's house is kept up really nice and they're all really nice
0: houses yeah huge too Mm -hmm. yeah
2: this is like the prairie home companion view of small towns in a way (laughs) where's the meth where's the meth people
0: (laughs) yeah it is like this is small town california where a a family home will cost you four hundred and fifty thousand dollars it's an
1: it's I get the sense that it's fairly close to San Francisco, too, so it's yeah. probably, I mean, that house now would be a few million It's
2: houses. out in wine country. <laughs> They're in a vineyard or something.
1: Yeah, it looked kind of like Sonoma.
0: I appreciated the just enough pseudoscience in this movie. Like, there's, like, enough of, like, scientific stuff to make you be like, oh, I guess it could happen. At
2: yeah. least for
0: me. <laughs> Even I mean, though, like, it's... I don't think it could happen that way it's said, I'm just like, well, Maybe
2: so this movie it straddles the line very well it gives you enough but it's not pretending like you're super interested in scientific facts about spiders i also think it's worth talking
0: about the effects in this movie
2: they are good
0: they are very good i would argue
2: this type of movie really lives and dies by its effects and i was actually shocked at how well this did because I was yeah. expect, I was expecting that there would be, like, a bunch of rubber spiders <laughs> and things like that.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. but, or, like, uh, bad claymation
1: sort of stuff. Yeah, or, like, the really channel.
2: obvious cutting and matte effects and such. Yep. But, but they be real.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really well. It's
0: pretty impressive. I mean, most of the spiders are real spiders that we see in this movie. And uh, it sounds like working with real spiders is a real pain. And... You know, to add on top of that, this is directed by Frank Marshall. This is the first movie he directed.
2: Yeah. Uh, Frank Marshall, who has produced most Spielberg movies and since Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think he what else? I mean, he's worked on a ton of stuff and he's him and Kathleen Kennedy, did they co found Amblin or were they just partners in uh, Amblin? They've been partners. Kathleen sure. Kennedy
0: for sure though. produced this too though. Yeah. yeah.
2: So these are uh, kind of a Spielberg protege. And this was uh, produced by Spielberg and Amblin Entertainment. So, and it's really obvious that Frank Marshall has absorbed some pretty good <laughs> effects skills over his tenure.
0: Yeah, I mean, this movie, both directed, and I would even argue. I mean, listen, it's a movie about spiders. Like, there's there's sort of like only so great it can be. Um, That's it, I guess. Jaws is a movie about sharks, and that movie's like an all timer. But. Um, I think this, like the script in this movie, I think is pretty smart. Like it's, let me, let me maybe describe that a little more. It's, it doesn't waste your time. Like everything that happens in the script generally has a payoff later in the movie. And I felt like, you know, I, I appreciated that. And like Frank Marshall's direction is very good in this movie too.
2: One thing I appreciated with the script is that we don't, totally have to deal with that oh no one believes him element we do for a little while but by you know the halfway point like he's got people on his side and I think that was a really smart choice because a lot of these the kind of drive in movies it'll you know it'll be the scientist figures it out and he spends 90% of the movie trying to convince everyone until it's too late so I thought it was pretty smart that it avoided that trope
0: yeah there's sort of early on getting people on board but once they're like oh yeah science says this is what it was <laughs> they're yeah. like yeah I, that makes
2: sense and we're um, gonna we're gonna be a team we're gonna get these spiders yeah, i did, that
1: always annoys me in movies when like they ha- the nobody believes you thing and then but the one thing that this movie suffers from but i don't think it ruins it or takes too much away and i mentioned this earlier about people being stunningly unafraid of the spiders yeah yeah and then the biggest spider expert in the movie um just the the fabio guy or whatever yes (laughs) (laughs) like they finally find what seems to maybe be the nest and he's just like i'm gonna climb up that ladder and see what's going on up here and at night yeah and even like, he even like, uh, like hits the little string to to yeah. call
0: the spider in. Like, what are you doing, man? You know this isn't gonna work out. But that's think, another like smart script thing. We saw that earlier. Like, I don't know. I feel like everything kind of has a payoff.
2: There's a there's a lot of uh Chekhov's guns in this per se. Yes, because you get the nail gun. You get yep. the the element we just talked about.
0: The whole cellar, the idea the, of like having
2: the wine down the, there. Yeah, the wine cellar. Yeah, yeah. It does, it does uh, pull
1: everything together
2: well. It's uh yeah, it's a it's a very well-done screenplay.
1: Can we say that this is Midnight Boys approved? Yes, yes I would I th- say so. I think so. Yeah. Um yeah, fun.
2: So,
0: fun fact, no spiders were killed in the production of this movie. Doesn't that seem unbelievable?
2: They had like 700 I, spiders.
1: In, by this era in Hollywood, you had to do that. Like this movie doesn't kill any acc-
0: spiders, I guess you'd think
1: accidentally maybe they
2: Yeah, were. I mean do you think
0: like that- eight years previously John Landis couldn't even go without killing people
2: yeah. in this movie. Uh, on that note can I say that do you think Spielberg was really nervous that Frank Marshall wanted a helicopter for this movie <laughs> oh,
0: God. I would be
2: like, yeah that- and
1: then he then he really pushed his luck by directing alive after this one. <laughs> oh right. yeah and speaking of failed flight oh wow yeah uh uh tough. I know you mentioned you
0: did a little bit of research into the how they worked with spiders. Uh, one fact I also enjoyed is they would put lemon pledge on the ground because spiders don't like that to try to direct
1: where they were going to go when they would run. Yeah. And they use like heat, like temperature to direct them in certain ways. Yeah.
2: Places, right? I, I read that they, one tactic was they would just run after the spiders with, uh, <laughs> hair dryers. <laughs>
0: yes. Yes. Or, uh, another one I thought was crazy is they would put little, uh, I don't entirely know if this is, f- I could, like, they would put little metal, like, things on their feet, and then use that to, like, move them around them from behind the wall with magnets?
2: They would put the spiders to sleep with carbon dioxide, and then they would put, they were called monofilament leashes, and they would just attach them to their abdomens. So these spiders were pretty much on a leash. <laughs> And then, yeah, that uh, minuscule steel plates are glued to the spiders with wax.
0: There it is. Get yeah. real.
2: Who's, who's, <laughs> what, hmm. what, what intern do you think pulled that job?
0: Well, it's funny you mention it. Did you find out what uh, famous person worked on this?
2: Uh, it was a. I saw there was a famous entomologist or some spider expert. Oh, uh, I, I think I know who you're gonna say. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the king spider at the end. Uh, it was partly a mechanical body double, right? I mean, sometimes it's a real spider, but other times it's a body double. And there it was, was operated Ray by Winston? Jamie. Nope. Jamie Heineman from Mythbusters.
1: Oh, yep. that's right. Yeah. I did see that. Cool. So, uh, yeah. And that's like a lot of magnets. And that's
0: again, like, uh, after they finished shooting, like all the other stuff, they actually shot, this is a rare case where they actually shot, uh, the finale at the end because they knew it would take, I mean, it took weeks to shoot this whole seller thing. Yeah. I read so, that it was, it was
2: yeah. two weeks of 13 hour days of just, jeff daniels being under a wine cellar rack for most of it
0: and they wrapped up told everyone like apparently they had a party like oh we're all done and then they're like all right jeff we gotta we gotta go back to work and like he had to throw those wine bottles but not actually hit the spider because there was a real spider out there otherwise
2: then you get the aspca after you
0: god could you imagine like i know sometimes it was like a robot spider but other times it was like a real spider crawling around oh man awful
2: this is (laughs) awful
0: I think Jeff Daniels is a fantastic
1: everyman.
2: Yeah, well, he's uh, he's good.
1: Uh I like take. Are we going into it now? Is this about Let's...
2: the is this about the newsroom?
1: <laughs> well, that is terrible. <laughs> but it is just absolutely stunning how someone w- where everyone knows who he is. Like he's a relatively famous actor, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. he's. I'd say he's, and A-list. he's just a is stunning, he stunning? Is he an Oscar st- winner? Uh,
1: I don't think I, so. For, I That's, don't know what it would be for. Yeah, a stunning collection of movies that are lot, like just lost to time. Like the, I'm skimming through this, and even like you know, at the height, not the height of his fame, but he's sustained fame fairly steadily his whole career, and he'll go with just seven movies in a row. Where it's like I've never heard of that, and also movies that were like. It's a unique ability to have movies that are successful when they come out and are just forgotten immediately, like, a year later. Like, Good Night and Good Luck. Remember that?
2: Uh, Yeah. And he's
1: in that, and, like, that movie, like, no one remembers that. But when it came out, I remember it being, you know, it was nominated for a lot of awards. It was kind of a big deal. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of, like, a a stunning ability to be – for the most part, in nothing that's terrible, but also in nothing that actually gets remembered for more than nine months after it it comes out, he he's been he's been in I would say he's been in one genuinely remember like memorable film Dumb and Dumber, yeah Dumb and Dumber.
2: I was gonna say Speed, but both, it, but both Speed
1: of both. is like that. We remember Speed because Rob we is love Speed with it. because <laughs> Rob is obsessed speed.
2: with
0: it. I love Speed.
2: Uh, Speed uh, is a Speed is a good movie. It's just yeah. funny how much Rob is obsessed with it.
0: Uh, in like Purple Rose of Cairo is really good. Um, no one, one remembers that movie. Pleasantville is good, but no he, one kind of remembers. No that one, one remembers that he's in that movie. Do yeah. You know,
2: do you know what he's? At? He's pretty good in that. I think is well remembered, but no one remembers he's in it. Looper. He's really. Yeah. Yep. In, he's good in well, Looper.
1: Yep. I see it, and I had no. I have no memory of him being in it.
2: Hey, remember when? it was a law that you had to make four Steve Jobs movies every year <laughs> <laughs> uh, because apparently well, he was in one of them yeah. I law. probably the Aaron Sorkin one
1: see in the one with of that 70s goat uh, that 70s show guy no that that was no, one of the other da- ones directed by Danny Boyle and written by Aaron Sorkin he just loves Aaron Sorkin
2: yeah no this was the Michael Fassbender one mm.
1: so I did a little research. Uh-huh. Okay, I I went where Rob would be afraid to go, and I'm like, give me the deadly the sp- spiders. I want to find out how deadly yeah. are these spiders, okay. and I am I'm gonna say, and this might result, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna die because of a spider bite. Now, I'm not impressed. Spiders, you're not very poisonous. Like, just every single article I read is like, this is considered one of the deadliest spiders in the world, and then I'll go on. It's like it it has conf- confirmed ten kills from 1920 to 1990. Hmm. hmm. I mean, like, probably more people got killed by a kite in that
2: time than a spider. (laughs) (laughs) They got got nothing on asps.
1: Yeah, like, compared to snakes, uh, and even snakes, you know, like, don't want to bite you you know but spiders are, are not very deadly and then in this article i'm reading like most of them really long paragraphs and then this one is the shortest paragraph and it's like the venom from all funnel web spider species can kill a, women, a human within minutes if no anti-venom is available this makes the funnel web spider one of the most poisonous spiders in the world and it's number seven on this list i'm reading of the huh. deadliest spiders and all the rest of them have like some of them have like four paragraphs written about them so three things on that. One,
0: this movie does actually like bring up how like most spiders aren't poisonous enough to kill like anything more than like a child.
2: Not yeah, um, just a child. Well, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, kids, number, kids
2: are weak. I get it.
1: Well, considering how afraid people are of them. they Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, number two. I don't remember my three thoughts anymore. Uh, <laughs> 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 number two, the uh, spiders versus snakes thing brings me up something a story i've wanted to tell aren't you afraid of snakes too i don't like snakes i i don't like snakes and spiders both i just don't like them. not things i enjoy but my 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 aunt growing up she was i mean there was a spider a a actual snake phobia she was terrified of snakes and these like superhuman things would happen when she saw snakes (laughs) so like i'll i could think of three stories i used to come visit this aunt all the time and I would go visit her, and uh, she would. I would find out these stories about the time that she was cutting grass and she saw a gardener snake and just ran it over with the lawnmower, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the time she saw a snake and just got her car and drove after it till she drove it over. Come on, what? I'm dead serious. <laughs> or my favorite one is I was visiting her and she's like, "Hey, Rob, there is a uh, cement." block outside don't look under it (laughs) and I of course you have to right like you have to i walk out there and there's this like huge cement block and i like you know push over the cement block and there's just a dead smush snake underneath it so she was like doing yard work and she saw a snake and just grabbed a cement block and (laughs) chased it down
1: so (laughs) she killed she killed it like the mountain kills somebody in game of thrones (laughs)
2: So, does that cinder block just have to stay there till the end of time now? Like, yeah, I, mean, I, I hope it was a convenient she, she, spot.
1: There's just a dried snake skin underneath it right yeah. now.
0: Now, I have been one time, I was uh, I went to a, a lake with her to go swimming, and there was a snake in the water. And if you've ever been in the water where a snake's in the water, that is horrifying because they old, swim with you. Yeah, and, yeah, and their heads above the water, and oh. <laughs> yeah,
1: not a fan.
2: Not a fan.
0: Not a fan, and there was a third thing I was going to bring up, but I absolutely do not remember it. So
1: uh, I'm going to put you two on the hot seat right now. You ready? Okay. Which living creature are you most afraid of? Go. Bats. Uh, (laughs) Bats, huh? Yeah, I don't like bats.
2: Uh, probably, probably
1: rats. Uh, so we're similar. What about you, Joe? Uh, I'm going to say sharks, but I think I'm wrong because I was in Miami last year and there's, they're pretty small sharks, but I was totally and deeply unafraid of them. But I think it's cause they were like, as long as my leg. So I was like, I could fight that shark. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but, but like if I was in the deep, wa- deep, I'm mean, when I'm in like deep water in the ocean, I'm just thinking like, I'm probably going to die. Yeah. Depending uh, any second now a great white's going to eat me.
0: Probably. I've had interactions with, with bats and they've all been scary And like I, whenever I go outside and there's somewhere where there's bats, I always want to wear, I usually wear a hat because I'm afraid of a bat going into my luscious (laughs) locks.
1: (laughs) All right. So so.
2: I've I've never seen that many rats. And I think it's just, it's one of those things where there's a lot of like kids books and things like that, where they convince you that rats are kind of cute. And then you see one up close and you're like, oh, nope. No, thanks. You lied to their eyes. You lied to me, Ratatouille.
1: <laughs> I had a pet rat when I was a kid, so they don't bug me.
2: Have you ever Ugh. seen? What about? Have you seen a Rat King? <laughs> what? Uh, Fisher King
1: with the uh, one, Are you talking about the movie with Crispin Glover?
2: A Rat King is a collection of rats whose tails are intertwined and bound together by one of several possible mechanisms. <laughs> what? What?
1: <laughs> no, I don't want to see it. No. Oh. All right, I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna look at it for just for good radio here. So, for-
2: <laughs> don't look that up.
1: Don't look it up. Gross. Oh my God, God, that's disgusting.
2: My uh, my dad claimed he saw a rat king, and I to this day do not know if he was just telling a tall tale. For some reason, he brought this up when we were at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my dad was a, a property manager, so he was the guy that you would call if their, you know, uh, electricity went out or. Uh, he's seen some things, I bet. He's seen a lot of stuff, so that's why I, I, I'm like 75% sure he's he's serious. But he said like, him and another coworker they had to go check out this basement of some place that this their company was going to rehab, and he said they were in the basement and there was a rat king, and I was like, oh. Can you imagine anything more terrifying than just seeing a big pile of rats? Oh con- good. God. God, are they alive and moving around? Uh, I th- I think so. I think their tails can just get all tangled.
1: What a beautiful <coughs> story of cooperation.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Joe, do yeah. you think that this movie is a parable? About the dangers of socialism for Venezuela,
1: I, I'm surprised Marco Rubio hasn't brought this up as a metaphor yet, like in his, <laughs> all of his bad tweets about Venezuela and Cuba. And I kind of got the impression that this movie might be a subtle critique into like private medicine, because you notice how the good doctor in here talks about how this lady actually. That that old doctor is just pushing pills on you. You don't need those. Mm-hmm. Yep. And if there's any like twenty first century medical story that has that is, that is done the most damage, you know, at least in the United States, well, which is basically the only country with privatized medicine, but I digress. Uh, it's just like over prescribing painkillers and things like that. And how like so many especially general practitioners make so much money or at least get so much free stuff from writing just just handing out prescriptions like candy his treadmill
2: mm-hmm. probably came from Pfizer <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean that that guy's just clearly an incompetent physician yes and that lady doesn't need that blood pressure medication but that guy was lazy and just i'm sure got a kickback for tossing that prescription her way and probably just figured like oh it's not going to hurt her and it buys my my treadmill that's weirdly in my
2: bedroom <laughs> <laughs> right right in front of the bed so my yeah. wife can watch me. Um,
1: but I don't really find this to be anti-Venezuelan or any, or racist or anything like that. But no. My guard is always up. But there is like a strong um, like under... Like it's it's a big monster movie trope of like white people going into the jungle and bringing back something that should stay there. Yes. Which I think is more just a critique of just human nature and, and, and just our reach exceeding our grasp, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think so too. They.
2: And again this it doesn't bug me but they do kind of treat Venezuela like bug. it's like it's this uh <laughs> this land that's lost to time it's like you know millions yeah. of people live there right <laughs> it's
1: like Kong island or something like that well but i mean I, that didn't bug me too much cuz it's like well there are parts it's in the of the Amazon. there are parts yeah. of the rainforest that are totally unexplored and stuff and, and yeah. uh, but but it, it's it is funny just like now just you just hear the words of venezuela you're like oh and you're just ready to hear something stupid about it uh i just i the, i think the thing about this movie that just bugs me the most is bugs. just how un <laughs> thank you <laughs> how unconcerned that spider expert is about everything you know yeah like, like he must he knows about these things i guess maybe he did the same amount of research i did about spiders it's just like eh, they barely ever kill anyone yeah. <laughs> well,
0: to be fair, this spider, everything about it that they found, it was not normal, right? I mean, that's kind of his whole point early on. But his assistant is terrified of these things, for like correctly.
1: Yeah, and and before we get into, our – I see what's next on our thing here. But getting next to get, getting to that next, those shots of like close-ups with the uh, the spider's eyes just like staring at them. Uh huh. That was pretty cool too. Or just
0: being in a house with spiders, not letting you out. Oh my god. Oh my <laughs> god.
2: Yeah. the The scene that made my skin crawl the most was the end when there's just spiders coming out of every part of the damn out house. Out of the sink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: the, or when um, it crawls into the toilet. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Um. All right. So there's,
2: there were also a lot. I liked there were a lot of spider point of view shots, <laughs> like when it goes out the pet door.
0: Yes yes yeah um so, so to close
1: that door i don't think that this is anti-socialist propaganda but uh um, i as soon as i f- heard at the beginning of the movie where they're going i was ready for it
0: <laughs> well that's just weird is this movie back to the genre thing like it starts out and like everything that happens in venezuela isn't funny like nothing funny happens for a long time in this
1: movie for like no. this. Well, okay the, 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 it's they try to be funny like the photographer is supposed to make us laugh when they're like what's your speciality and he's like football yeah, like we're we're supposed to be laughing at the dumb American, but uh, you know, yeah, the beginning is, is
0: definitely the weakest part of this movie because the the character that we kind of go into Venezuela with is is so is so lame.
1: Yeah, who do you think? Okay, la- quick question: Who do you think that that's the probably the best death throws in the whole film is the photographer <laughs> dying at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> Which yeah. of the three of us do you think could do the best like movie death? from poison
0: um i'm gonna go with duff because he's done more acting than us
2: uh, i um, don't know i was gonna say sure. rob just because i've seen him like kind of like have spaz attacks about stuff <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah like you could just tell him something funny and then film it and turn the sound off and everyone would just think he's dying <laughs> they just feel me laughing would be flailing yeah about, and his head is spasming <laughs>
0: Uh, all right, let's, let's end it with a little controversy. Controversy.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't want to. I don't really want to. This this is a bad one. Uh, like, I have a question like
0: here, and I don't know why. Because I think this is just because of my dumb brain as a kid. These two sort of just like. I mean, listen, they're both named John, and they're both big dudes. But John Candy <laughs> versus John Goodman.
1: I don't get why we have uh, to
0: do this. Why do we have well, to choose? Because John Candy could have been in this movie. You assume. Like do you
2: do you, do you group yeah. everything by size? Is that just what you do? Well, I mean, there's only so many these Hollywood. Are, these <laughs> actors are of similar weight.
0: There's they only so many na- Hollywood bigs named John, and I get them mixed up. When I was a kid, I just got them mixed up. I'd be like, "Oh, which one's on Roseanne?" <laughs> I don't get that at all. Okay, I really well, don't. Regardless of that, John Candy or John Goodman, who do you think's better? I don't want to choose
2: it's also unfair because Goodman had way more time to do stuff,
1: yeah, he's alive. okay, I'll say this. I think in this specific role, John Candy would have been better. He would have been way funnier, I think and I really think that's up for so debate.
2: i this this is where we probably get into controversial opinion i don't oh, no. I don't think John Goodman is that good in this movie. And I think it's because I do think he has a couple funny lines, but I think overall he's doing an imitation of Bill Murray and Caddyshack.
1: Yeah. I don't think he's given as much to work with here as he does in say like a Coen brothers movie or something like, and that's why I think that John Candy is, if I had to pick between the two, I'd pick John Candy. I I think John Candy can, you can give him literally nothing like in home alone where it just improvises everything. And he's still going to be funny and likable, yes. whereas John Goodman requires good material he to be good.
2: Yeah, I, you nailed it, because Candy can do improv, and I've seen interviews with John Goodman. He's not super engaging when he's not acting or having a script.
0: So I think I'm actually going to agree with what Joe said about John Candy might have been better in this role. I think John Goodman is significantly better. I think John Candy is overrated. Of I'm going to co- go that far. Of course you do. Uh, why? I just, there's not, like, any John Candy movies. And I'm like, oh, God, i love to put on that John Candy movie for a have, big pickle. Is,
2: is this where you tell us you've never actually seen one, though? But you no, also, I have. You also, like, have literally
1: named one movie John Goodman actually was a star in instead of, like, this character actor that's in the movie for 15 minutes that you actually like
0: yeah that's fair but i don't i guess that's partly my point is i don't think john candy should be a star in a movie either like i just think about
2: planes trains and automobiles
0: i've never been that big of a fan of that movie every like five to ten years i rewatch that movie because everyone's like what a great thanksgiving movie and i'm like this movie's fine i don't think it's that great
2: you're fine actually you're not you're not fine
0: you're not (laughs) funnier than john candy in planes trains and and automobiles
2: He's, uh yeah, he's I just, he's hilarious in stripes. He's hilarious
1: big, in Home Alone. Uh
2: The Great Outdoors is not overall a great movie, but he's So I have never seen The Great he's Outdoors. Great in it.
1: He's funny in Spaceballs. Cool Runnings.
0: I just I don't know. He's you just know, a he, guy like Uncle Buck I think's overrated. All right. He's um, also
1: great in a in a Duff favorite JFK. Yeah,
2: I was I was just about to say uh, <laughs> I'm gonna ignore Rob's trash opinions for now and just say uh, I think John Candy might have been on the cusp of doing some really great dem- dramatic stuff. Uh, he give was me just...
0: give me King Ralph
1: <laughs> over those. <laughs> I've never seen King I, Ralph. I, I so want us to I...
2: I want us to do an episode about King Ralph.
1: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs>
0: So we're gonna have Nell and King Ralph coming up as Man. bonus episode.
1: John
2: Candy was only forty-three when he died. That is just unbelievable. Rob is very wrong. He was a talent taken too soon from us.
0: I didn't. I don't. I'm not happy. He's dead. Mm. I don't disagree that he was taken too soon. I just like, ugh, I don't know. Right, let's not forget that John Candy did voice the horse and Hot to trot.
2: The, yeah. How can you be so anti John Candy when he's in one of your formative movies?
0: <laughs> uh, because I didn't know he was a big guy then, because it was just his voice. All right. Well, I didn't mean to create
1: such conflict with
0: this. I just, I, I know I done... for
1: sure. I know for sure the listeners are going to be lining up behind John Candy. Yeah. i have never I know... sure of anything.
2: Uh,
0: Anything else for the good of
1: the order?
2: Are you going to search your house tonight before you go to bed? <laughs> oh
0: speaking of uh forget that goodbye uh i know you guys i know this is a duff duff you want to duff and joe you guys want to give a treat to the listeners is this true a bonus uh, treat
2: i i like us to do the the bbc style season where there's a, a special at the end okay of the yeah, season.
1: yeah I, I give out treats I've so, I, i've been working hard on this treat I'm reading so, a book.
2: Yeah. Our
0: fears and phobias season will extend one more episode. <laughs> By popular demand
1: of two of the three hosts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's right. Uh you guys are gonna have us talk about the original pet cemetery.
1: So we were Duff and I uh, spent much of our formative years reading Stephen King books. And that I would would you agree that's partly to blame for the way our brains are wired at this uh,
2: point? Probably. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: I I just dumped heavy 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 doses of Stephen King into my middle school brain.
2: Uh, I did not, I didn't do as much King as you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I probably read about uh, four or five books, around ages twelve to fourteen, and
1: it re- I really really love those books. So I've been reading. Um, the uh, rereading pet cemetery i read it when i was in like sixth or seventh grade and i'm about a third of the way through it but i'll certainly have it finished by the time we record uh the next one and uh rob on the other hand could not care less about
0: but it's not because i'm like necessarily anti Stephen king although it's fun to say that because it yeah you, you sure up. have opinions on him, uh but i just it's just never been a thing that's interested me and i think to some extent it might be you know we talked last week about like what scares me and like supernatural stuff in general just doesn't like float my boat
1: so we'll be talking about the original so yes. uh, to get people ready if you want to watch that to get ready for it uh it features a lot of sca- a scary cat <laughs> and a guy with half a skull missing and it um is the rare Hollywood film that was directed by
2: a woman. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to be in on the zeitgeist, because uh, new Pet cemetery, why not look at the old one and listen, mm-hmm. listen to us get mad at Rob about Stephen King?
0: Maybe I'll really like it, guys. I didn't expect to like arachnophobia as much as I did. So, you never know. Positive. Just, so, that'll be next week, right, Duff?
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll say next week. It'll be by the time of the remake.
0: Okay. All right, all right, well guys, I think we should we should put an end to it put a nail gun through it <laughs> let's let's bury this one all right In we have uh, podcast cemetery <laughs> uh go write us a review that is definitely better <laughs> go write us a review on iTunes tell your friends say hey, listen to this show. it's really good, and uh we'll be back uh next week, maybe. <laughs> <laughs>